What is up guys, Mark here and welcome to the podcast. Just to mention, these are totally unmonetized, so if you're able to support, the Patreon link is in the description below. But of course, no pressure to do so. Thank you so much guys, much love to you. What is up guys, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're covering some more r slash am I the butthole. If you wanna skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell. Only if you enjoy the content, of course. Don't subscribe otherwise, because what's the point, right? Uh, today I am feeling extra spicy, and I'm not sure why. I'm not sure where this has come from. I've got a pretty crappy day ahead of me, but I am feeling great. And I really hope you are too. And just a thank you, a massive thank you for being here, to you taking the time out of your day to watch these videos, to interact with them, and all that kind of good stuff. It just, it blows me away on the daily and I can't believe it still. So thank you very much. And with that being said, let's get in to today's stories. Much love guys. And our first story is from a throwaway account. Am I the artist for telling my wife her parents are not allowed to ever watch our son again? My wife and I have a two year old son and I've been married for four years. Our anniversary was a month ago and we found a nice secluded cabin on an Airbnb and rented it for a long weekend getaway. My wife asked her parents if they'd be willing to watch our son and they agreed as long as we dropped him off at their house. That worked for us since it was on our way anyway. I was raised Lutheran and my wife was raised Catholic but neither of us currently go to church and have not got our son baptised. My mother-in-law knows this and hates it. She thinks our son needs to be baptised or will burn in hell. She's that kind of Catholic. So we go on our trip and when we pick up our son and ask how the weekend went, Mother-in-law says everything went fine and that she saved our son's soul from the devil. I asked her what she meant and she said that she had our son baptised that morning at her church. I tried my best to keep my cool so I didn't scream at mother-in-law in front of my son, but I pretty much grabbed my son and left. On the car ride home I was fuming and told my wife as calmly as I could that this would be the last time her parents have our son unsupervised. She tried to downplay what her mum had done, but I told her we need to wait until we get home to talk about it because I'm not fighting in front of my kid. When we got home and had a chance to talk about it, things got heated. I told my wife I no longer trust her parents with our son and that if they did something like this behind our backs, I can't trust them to respect our wishes as parents in the future. I said this was a huge breach of trust and I will forever look at her mum differently. She continued to try and defend her mum, saying that she was only doing what she thought was best for her grandson. She even downplayed it by saying it's just a little water and a few words and we don't go to church anyway so what does it matter? I told her under no circumstances will I allow her parents to watch our son by themselves again. I said that we can still let them see their grandson but only if we are present. I also said if she doesn't see what the big deal is with the situation that maybe we aren't on the same page as parents and maybe we need to see a counsellor. She started crying and said this isn't the kind of decision I get to make on my own and I'm an asshole for trying to tell what kind of relationship her parents can have with our son. I told her that I no longer have any trust or respect for her parents and that I don't know if there's anything they can do to repair that. I told her I don't care if that makes me an asshole, but what her parents did was unforgivable in my eyes and they put themselves in this position to lose privileges with our son. She's been trying to convince me to change my mind for the last month, but I'm not budging. To me, this is the hill I'm willing to die on. Holy shit, we just had a story like this a couple of days ago, man. What is going on? <laughs> and further to that last baptism story, I read a bit further on after I made the video and things, and I was reading through the comments, and lots of people were saying that the church, well, obviously the church is going to be against it, and, and they're against some sort of like church law, so that's like they totally forbid it. 
And to answer a couple of questions that was raised in the last one, you know, I'm not against God or anything like that, or people believing in God or any religion, you know, I'm open to all those kind of things. I'm not a religious person myself, but, you know, I truly respect anyone that does follow any religion. So, you know, fair play to you. But let's have a look at the comments below to see what we can see. Nox Wild says, not the arsehole. Your wife is downplaying her mother's actions when she should be standing up next to you as half of a united couple. Your wife is deliberately closing her eyes to what's happening and is putting your marriage in jeopardy by trying to say this is a breach of trust was no big deal. Your mother-in-law's actions weren't about her concern for your child's soul. It was all about a power play and interfering in your marriage. Your wife is playing her part well of being the apologetic, excuse-making, enabling and complaint little girl who doesn't want to make mummy mad. Suggestion one, make that marriage counseling appointment and keep it. Suggestion two, contact your mother-in-law's church and speak to the priest who performed the baptism. Go in person, explain how mother-in-law went behind your back. Ask why the church allowed this to happen without the consent of the child's parents. Tell the priest you're a Lutheran and you are furious with mother-in-law. Tell him there is zero chance your child will be raised as a Catholic. Tell him mother-in-law is untrustworthy. Ask him what action, if any, he plans to take. Suggest he speaks to mother-in-law about her deception and suggest he offer her some guidance and honesty and non-interference. You want the priest to go to mother-in-law and explain what she did was wrong. You want mother-in-law to know you told the priest about her sneaking and smugness. Suggestion three, stick to your prohibition on leaving your child alone with mother-in-law. She'll start indoctrinating him as soon as she can by teaching him prayers and rituals. She can never be trusted again because her excuse is, I know better than you how to raise this child. Now, I think pretty much that one comment says it all. So I'm gonna leave it just on that one because I, I can't see many people disagreeing and saying oh no the mother-in-law is right to baptize the child behind the parents back i can't see anyone saying that and i'll be very very interested if you do think that but so let us know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story one and our next story is from plastic cut bad am i the arsehole for expecting my girlfriend to cook dinner my girlfriend and i both work full time but i do longer hours we live five minutes from her work so she only has a short commute and can leave pretty much just before she starts at 7.30. She finishes at 4.30, so is home by 4.40 at the latest. I have a one hour commute each way. I leave at 6.30am for a 7.30 start and I do 10 to 12 hour days depending on my workload. Most of the time I get home around 6.30 to 7pm, sometimes as late as 8 to 8.30. My girlfriend has always been the one who cooks dinner since she is home way earlier than me and it only makes sense. Otherwise, we'd be eating too late. It has been this way for ages and she has never once said anything about it until now, it is suddenly an issue. She'd be complaining that I never cooked dinner and demanded I start sharing the load to give her a break. Her words. I don't see why I should have to come home and cook dinner when she's already been home for hours. She argued that she spent the time cleaning the house and catching up on chores, which then sparked a debate on how apparently I never do general household duties. I admit, I don't do as much as her around the house during the work week for the simple reason is that I'm not home as much as she is. How can I do all of those chores when I'm away at work for 12 plus hours? I said she has it easy with her standard 40 hour work week and no commute, which made her angry. For the past week, the only thing she offers to cook are tin spaghetti, toast or packet noodles. I refused to eat and one night got a takeout for myself instead while she had peanut butter on toast. On the third night, I got jack of it and said she was being ridiculous for refusing to cook. She told me I'm being sexist for expecting to come home to a proper cooked meal. She later told her co-workers and friends about our talk who apparently all agree that I'm a jerk for my expectations and reasoning for not cooking. Am I the arsehole? 
Edit. For those asking, our finances are pooled. She benefits from my income just as much as I do. I have offered numerous times in the past to pay for a cleaner. She thinks it's unnecessary due to the fact we don't have kids. She said we don't need one and it would be a waste of money. We rarely cook on weekends. We mainly get takeout or go out for dinner. If we do cook on weekends, e.g. for breakfast, it's a joint effort. She doesn't like to get takeout too much because the cost of it adds up. I also suggest we get a ready-made meal service so fresh meals delivered to our door every week. And she says it's overpriced and was not interested in it. As for doing household chores etc on my days off, I'll be honest and say I don't do much for the reason being that we recently moved into a new house that requires renovating and repairs. I spend most of my free time doing this, all DIY. Usually I would say don't include the edit in your like um, verdict on this one, but I think this one does give, does give some sort of relevant information on it. In the first part of the story, without the edit, I would have sort of said like, OP is the arsehole simply because you know, he's expecting food as soon as he gets in, but he's not doing the chores as well. So while the girlfriend is home, she's cooking and cleaning while he's still working, right? So she's still doing chores right now. So technically she's still working on the house, which some people argue, they always argue with me in the comments on this one. They say, oh, it's easy, it's all that sort of stuff, but it's still required work, you know? So just for that purpose, I would say he is the arsehole for expecting it because I think they share equal load in that, in that respect. So the cooking should be split equally too. However, then we get to the edit. You know, he's offered to pay for a cleaner. He's offered for a fresh meal delivered, to be delivered to the door every week. And the girlfriend's just sort of shut it down, saying it's overpriced, we don't need it. It's a waste of money kind of thing. And whilst that may be true, it may solve some of the arguments at the same time. I look at life like everything comes at a cost. So if you value your time, your time costs money to you. So when you get home, do you want to be cooking or do you just want those meals sort of ready there? to be cooked immediately kind of thing. So at the cost of what, I don't know how much it would cost, let's, let's just say $10 a meal. At the cost of $20 between the two of them per day, that's quite expensive. <laughs> they get a meal delivered to them and they can just chill for the rest of the night and enjoy each other's time. And that's the sort of way I look at life. I don't know if that's the right way to do it, but that's the kind of way I look at it. So my verdict would eventually change to, and everyone sucks here on that story just because, you know, the girlfriend's putting up barriers and not giving suggestions and he's still going down this route of saying, oh, she should be cooking, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, that's what I'm going with on that story. But let's have a look at the comments below to see what we can find. Pink1982 says, you're the arsehole. No one should expect anyone to do something for them. Yes, it's nice to come home to a meal, but it isn't her job. What happens at the weekend? Do you cook for her then? Can you batch cook things together one day at the weekend so you can have a home cooked meal in the week without having to do anything other than reheat it? Hell yeah, I'm a, I'm a batch cooking king. I do stews, I do curries, and I load those mothers up in the fridge. <laughs> or in the freezer even, sorry. Chef Excellent says, yes, you're the arsehole. You say this is suddenly an issue, but it's more likely it's been annoying your girlfriend and simmering under the surface for a while, and she's finally decided to speak up about it. And you're making a minimum to understand her side, and frankly insulted her by saying that she has it easy with a 40-hour work week. You seem to conveniently consider that arrangement that benefits you the most, the default, and deviation from it requires justification. It doesn't matter if you work more, you both live in the same house and household work should be shared. That could be her doing the cooking and you doing the dishes and pick up more cleaning, or you take turns cooking. Rather than seeing a problem and discussing it with your partner to try and figure out something, that works for both of you. You shut down the discussion and dismissed her concerns. If I were her, I'd be pissed off at you and stop cooking for you too. And Willful Bad Fairy says, you're the arsehole. If she wasn't there or you lived on your own, would you starve? 
No, you'd make an effort to feed yourself. It's really rude that you think just because she has a standard 40 hour work week, she should sub in as your housekeeper as well. Now, let me know what you guys think of this story in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story two. And our next story is from Sun Name Change. Am I the art of wanting to change my son's name? My ex has struggled with a drug addiction for six years. In the three years we were together, she was in and out of rehab, always relapsed. When she got pregnant with our son, I thought maybe this would motivate her to stay clean. But not even two months after he was born, she disappeared for four days to get high. That was it for me. We split up and I filed for sole custody of my son. And yes, I did a paternity test to prove he's mine. I didn't want to, but she wasn't trying to seek treatment and I refused to let him grow up in that environment. I did end up getting sole custody. A few days ago, ex called me and went on an angry rant. She was obviously on something. She told me my son wasn't named after a paternal uncle like I thought. He was named after a guy she cheated on me with the first year we were together. This is the first she's ever said something about cheating on me, but I didn't want to believe anything until I talked to her sober. I called her day after and demanded to know the truth. X was very apologetic and said she wasn't thinking straight. She was angry at me, so she wanted to hurt me. I asked if it was true and she reluctantly confirmed it was. She lied about wanting our son having the name of her uncle who passed because she really wanted him named after this other guy since they were best friends in high school and he died two years ago. So yes, she lied to me in order to name my son after the dead friend she cheated on me with. I felt like the biggest fool. I took some days to process this and decided I want to change my son's name. I thought I was honoring the memory of someone important in her family, not another guy she slept with for almost a year. My family supports my decision, but when my ex found out, she called to beg me not to do it. She said it's like I'm taking away my son's identity, and this was someone who meant a lot to her. She started crying on the phone, says she knows what she did to me was unforgivable, but she wants our son to continue having his name. I told her I'd go to a judge if I have to, but I want his name changed, and we can decide on another name together. She said she doesn't want him to have any other name, and now has her mum involved in this. Her mum has been very supportive since the split, but she says we've already gotten used to that name, being my son's, and it is really like taking away his identity. She knows the cheating was wrong, but this is still someone my ex cared about, and it would be cruel to take that. Her family thinks I'm doing this out of spite, and it's unfair since that's the name they associate him with. My son is 10 months old, and I don't think I can go the rest of my life calling the name of a guy she betrayed me with. It just feels so wrong, and I can't stand it but they're all saying I'm being petty for this and somehow hurting my son by taking away his only name. Not that he'll even remember, but am I being the asshole for going through with this? What pops into my mind straight away with stories like this where changing babies' names and children's names and things is teacher friends. Whenever I talk to teacher friends about baby names or, or things like that, like I've known a couple of pregnant teachers before and you speak to them and you talk about baby names and have you thought of a name for your baby? And they usually associate they usually come and get a name from a child they've taught, usually a sweet child, because they say, and you, 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 you read off some names, like suggestions, and you say, like, let's use Jake, for example. You say, how about Jake? What about Jake? And they go, oh, no, I taught Jake before, and he was a little shite. <laughs> Sorry, all you Jakes out there. But, and, and that's what happens. So I can totally understand why OP is coming from. You don't want to look at your son and see, and see someone that cheated with your, your wife or girlfriend a while back. You just don't want to associate that, do you? You want to look at your son or daughter and be happy. That's what you want, right? <laughs> so not the asshole, in my opinion. I, I think you have to change that name. Otherwise, you're going to re regret it later on down the line. 
But let's have a look at the comments below to see what they say. UF Alien says, not the arsehole. At first I misread and thought the kid was three. But if he's not even a year old, he won't be confused about it or anything. Eliza says, not the arsehole, just change the name. It would be awful to grow up and find out your mum named you out of spite for your father. Grandma has years to get used to a new one. Cyphermax says, the kid's 10 months old. He won't care. You have sole custody, so this is your decision. Not the arsehole. Akira the artist says, not the arsehole. Her ex's name is more important than your feelings. He wouldn't have meant so much to her if she stayed faithful in the first place. If she wanted to name the kid what she wanted, she could have gotten clean for her son. If she wanted to be a mother so badly, then why didn't she put the effort in? You said she got high shortly after your child's birth. That's child endangerment. The court awarded you sole custody of this kid. Therefore, you get the rights to change the name if it hurts you so much. Now, what do you guys think of this story? Would he be right to change a name? Would you do that? What if the child was a bit older? What if he was, say, four or five? Would he still be right to change a name? That's what I'm curious about. Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story three. And our next story is from Saturn Pluto Sphere. Am I the arse of her breastfeeding someone else's baby? Oh my word. I, 28 female, currently have a two-year-old who still breastfeeds and I'm trying to wean her off of it. I recently just had a guy, 30s male, moving next to me with a five-month-old baby girl. When I asked about the baby's mother, I assumed that she was out of the picture because he replied with, she's not gonna be here. I offered to help him with moving in plus anything else as a casual neighborly friendliness, and he took me up on it. I helped babysit and set up furniture. One day, after finding out I was still breastfeeding my daughter, he asked me if I could also breastfeed his kid because he was concerned about formula and he wanted his kid to be strong. I thought it was kind of weird, but I agreed. Mostly because I took pity on him. He really didn't seem to know what he was doing with the baby, and I thought that maybe I could help at least somewhat. So I breastfed his baby for about two weeks along with my kid. It wasn't a lot, and my neighbor and I started sleeping together. I made sure my two-year-old was distanced from this though, and happened only during nighttime. I didn't want her to feel neglected or replaced. Well, my understanding of the mother not being in the picture was wrong, because she showed up. I was taken back because my neighbor shut down every conversation about this woman and had very vague answers. I didn't bother him more about it because it seemed like a sour topic. They're split, but had some custody agreement that I don't know the details to. She found out about the breastfeeding and blew up at me. She said that I was a sick person to let some random baby suck up my bodily fluids and I wanted to destroy her bonding with a baby and alienate her from the baby. Even after I explained I thought she wasn't present, she said that something weird must be going on in my head because it doesn't justify breastfeeding someone else's baby. and You should never do that. She said there's formula for a reason and what I did is unacceptable. I have no problem with formula and used it myself sometimes, but the baby's father himself had asked me and until now I thought he was the sole parent. Was I really in the wrong? Now, I gotta admit, when I read the title, I was like, what the fuck, can you do that? I've never heard of this before. After a bit of Googling, I found something called wet nursing, I think it's called, where women do. Actually, it was a, like a full-time job to breastfeed other parents' babies. But obviously, these 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 wet nurses were like screened for like diseases and all that kind of thing. So they, they were like vetted before they can do it, which clearly OP is not in this situation as far as I know. I know he, she said, I know she says she was shut down at every possible thing, but I think she should have really confirmed that, that the mother is out of the picture. As I said, after a bit of Googling, I don't think it's wrong that another woman could breastfeed another parent's child, you know, but there has to be consent. 
you know, there has to be that consent there and everyone agreeing to do this. You know, I don't think you could just do it willy-nilly, just give your boob to another child. But the major asshole is clearly the dad in this situation playing games, man. What the hell? And I don't think OP is the biggest asshole ever, you know. I think it's a very light sort of, very light asshole for OP because clearly her heart was in the right place and she was just trying to help out. But I think she should have been checking beforehand. She should have been making sure 100% that this mum isn't going to turn up. So with that being said, I'm going with an everybody sucks here. But let's have a look at the comments below to see what they're going to say. Oh my word. <laughs> Daisy Cherry Blossom says, not the arsehole. This is a weird situation and neither you nor the mother of the baby are the arseholes, but the neighbour surely is. What the fuck happened in five months that he has the baby and doesn't mention the mother, especially since there's a custody agreement? I feel like he was trying to get with you and scared that the mother would be present as a roadblock. Either way, the guy's a red flag and if you haven't already, stop sleeping with him. Riley Ray says, not the arsehole, not for breastfeeding the kid anyway. Wet nurses are very much a thing and nowadays many women donate their breast milk. You should really gotten all the details before making this commitment though. Breastfeeding is a bond building experience between mother and child. I can understand why the birth mother would be upset. She probably is feeling replaced as a maternal figure. Overall, the bloke in this story is very much in the wrong for putting you and the other mother in this position. Throw your boat says, you're the arsehole and here's the arsehole, the baby's mum is not. You thought you were helping out your neighbour, but before embarking on doing this, you should have made absolutely clear that the baby's mum was not in the picture, even if it seemed like a sore point for him. Also, your neighbour is a moron. If he has concerns over formula, he should have addressed it with his child's doctor. Not the person next door that's breastfeeding their child. But that being said, you could have easily explained that there is nothing wrong with formula. That child's mother has every right to be pissed off at both of you. KU996 says, not the arsehole, but I also feel like the mum is not the arsehole. It's a tough one because it does create a bond. I know my sister asked a friend watching their kid if she could because the baby wouldn't settle, but it does start to create a bond after a while, so I get where the baby's mama is coming from. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? This is a new one on me, so I might be totally wrong here, but let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story four. Once again, guys, I hope you have enjoyed today's videos. I really do. And a massive thank you for taking the time out of your day to watch it and interact. And as I said, as I always say, if you did enjoy, why not hit that like, subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.